This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on June 13th, 2021 with my guest, Cactus Daddy 90 Ryan is such a kind and loving human being, you guys. I don't know what happened, but I got really vulnerable with him, and he made me feel free of judgment and accepted. I felt really connected with him. He told me that his purpose is to help others, and that definitely seems to be true. He works as a caregiver in the cannabis industry, and that totally makes sense. This episode was totally unplanned and spontaneous. I hit him up. Because I had a spot open up and only gave him like an hour's notice and he was down to come on a very organic conversation. He is a talented grower and collector of cactus and succulents uh, with a sole focus being Trichocereus, which I love. I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Ryan. We are live. Cactus Daddy 90 is in the house. How's it going, man? What's up, Gary? What's up, Ryan? How much, dude? Showing. Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you for yeah, being thank willing, you. willing to do this on short notice. I had somebody bounce out on me, and I was like sitting in an empty Zoom room, like, man, I want a podcast. I was in the mood. Yeah, dude. I'm a guy. My that's my one day off, so I'm here, chilling. Luckily, I got uh, got everything done early, so I'm able to do it. One day off? That's all you get? Um, yeah, at least this week. Uh, I've just been busy, but. Yeah, today's the only day, so. You work at a dispensary, right? Yeah, so it's um it's out in the valley in uh, Woodland Hills. It's called The Syndicate, but uh, yeah, it's fun, man. That's cool. Got some friends that work there. It's a pretty cool place. You get some cool Not a bad place to be, you know what I mean? <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Some cool deal. Do you get some cool deals on, like, uh, cannabis products? Um, I mean, we get a, like a pretty good discount, but, like, we'll get, we'll get, like, vendors come in and give us free stuff or you know our bosses will give us free stuff so it's it all works out with itself and tips are tips are not bad so it's always a plus well in a sense you work in plants yeah no for sure and that's kind of like that's kind of like what i've 
I've wanted to do ever since starting this whole plant thing is um, is kind of to help people. You know what I mean? And and you know, marijuana is not only just for getting high; it's for you know for patients and, and different you know ailments and things. So it's like I I I relish in helping people do that. You know what I mean? So it's like um, I know there's different medicines that can that can do that, and that's what I feel like my purpose is: is to help people find which medicine suits them best. So. That's beautiful and very true, man. I'm sure you see like an array of different kinds of ill people that are actually ill people that come into the yeah. shops, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You got like cancer patients or like people with, you know, like cerebral palsy or like in wheelchairs and, you know, they just need help with like mobility or movement or pain or, you know, different things like that. So it's all your mental help too. You know, mental health is a big thing. So. And and you, do they do they like uh, make you have like a, a strong understanding of, of the different strains and their purposes and all that kind of stuff uh, and the products? Um, yeah. So so this this uh, this company they're pretty pretty well knowledge um, and they they want like their employees to be that way too. So it's like in the hiring process they ask questions and you know how do you smoke? What do you do? Like what's your you know how do you intake it? Um, but there's yeah just being there and and seeing things and using things there's there's so many different ways of learning it different you know aspects of, of what you can focus it on so but yeah it's, it's definitely opened my eyes a lot you know what i mean to the different uh, uses for it that's so. that's awesome man how long you been doing that yeah dude um i started there last um last october okay. you know and um so and that was like after the whole COVID thing, like, you know, the jobs were starting to open back up and I had been out of work for like more than six months. Mm. So I, you know, and I just kind of assimilated back to the workforce and, and did that thing. So it's been a, it's been a ride for sure to get back to work. Mm, yeah, for sure. So where are you from originally? Where are you, where are you at right now? You're in, are you in Ventura? Um, I, I live in, um, in Camarillo, California. Okay. It's in Ventura County. Yeah. Um, but I've, I was born, born here in Camarillo, never left. Um, and it's, it's a great place, 15 minutes from the beach. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just always been here, but, um, you know, I have a, I have an eight year old and, and it's great to have her, you know, grow up here where I did and, and go to the, you know, the same places and schools are great around here. So it's a blessing to be able to, to be in the spot. That's beautiful. Sure. That's beautiful that you're able to appreciate that because that is a fucking gorgeous area, man. You're not too far from Ojai there. You got Santa Barbara right above you. Not at all. You're, you're close to L.A. You're close to the valley. Yeah, it's like exactly. It's like right in the middle of, of everything. So you yeah. can just kind of go up, down, sideways, wherever you want. There's something. You know what I mean? So it's cool. Yeah. So I am blessed for sure. I love that area. I, my Volkswagen bus. I had a Volkswagen bus. It was the first car I ever bought when I was 16. And uh, I used to drive it up and down the coast all the time. And to go around the, uh, the uh, that I don't know what they call that. It's like an incline that goes over the valley. Uh, oh, the grade. A grade, yeah. To, to yeah. go around the grade. So what I would do is I'd go down PCH and then go to Los Posas, Los Sosos Valley Road. Oh, to go out to the P, yeah, PCH. Yeah, From exactly. Oxnard. Yeah. yeah. Los Posas, is that what it is? Yeah, Los Posas, yeah. yeah so yeah. I'd cut across from, from Oxnard. I'd, I'd stop by... Uh, neptune's net get some food yeah. in malibu and then go through oxnard cut across los posas through the fields right there and and cut through camarillo and get back on the 101 but one time my shit blew up i was on my way to to love fest in, in san francisco with my best friend and, and my bus blew up in camarillo so we called a we called triple a 
fucking grabbed like a 12 pack and smashed it in, in the parking lot of the gas station in Camarillo and then hopped in the tow truck, right? And the guy fucking flew us back to Long Beach. We got all, all of my shit out of my bus and sm- like stuffed it into my, my GTI. I had a GTI at the time, a little hatchback. A small GTI. Tiny little thing. <laughs> stuffed all my shit, bikes, everything, and then took off and drove the rest of the, redid the drive, oh, yeah. went all the way to San Francisco. Had a great time, but yeah, that's my experience. That's dope, with yeah, it's a story for sure. Yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> if you have a like a car, like an older car like that, going up and down that grade is no joke. Bro. Yeah, dude. Like your tranny, your engine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's great, man. Yeah, I love that place. So you uh, you come up to Ohio often or what? I have family in Santa Barbara. I have family in Santa Barbara. Okay. I, you know, I used to go to like Isla Vista a lot when I was younger. Yeah, you know, yeah. party and shit. Party, party spot. Yeah. DJ party. Isla Vista. For sure, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, one, I would like to say that I, I am in love with your collection and the way that you have it set up. It's gorgeous. Thank you. And two, I'm curious, when, when did it start? So, um, it was like last July, like during the heat of COVID, you know what I mean? Um, I was uh, I was going out um, like camping because I have a house up in Kernville, like at Lake Isabella area. And I was going right. with my brother and his wife. And we were just staying by the lake. And, um, you know, I was doing a lot of like self-searching and, and soul searching and, and doing mushrooms and doing things like that. And um, I started uh, looking into like, like the psychedelic aspects of plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found, you know, cactus in San Pedro. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? And just started to dive deeper in. Um, and that was about it. And then on my way back from that trip, um, I stopped by this abandoned nursery just to walk around and look. And then I found this, it was like a log on the ground and I had two, two pups coming out. Mm-hmm. And so I took it and it was the same, my first San Pedro that I still have. Awesome. And, um, from there, that's where it started, man. And I just, just started to dive deeper into that. Yeah. It's just become this beautiful thing. That's, that's, um, given me patience and made me find purpose in something that I thought was never there. You know what I mean? So, mm. so it sounds like maybe during this time of soul searching, there was some struggles at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like, uh, you know, there's been always, you know, some personal stuff with, you know, family or, you know, my daughter's mom, different things like that. Yeah. But it's, it, the, the thing I've found is, um, being with family and, and doing things like that with my brother, my brother is a very great guy and he's helped me a lot find myself. So, so that's, it's a great thing, man. It's a great thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's anything that's uh, one of the most difficult things I've ever gone through and contributed to like a, a, a big like bottom in in my life was going through that with a baby mama, baby mama drama and, you know, losing losing that uh, relationship and uh, having to go through custody battle and stuff and just w- working out the details of all that is just so painful. You know, you're frozen again. No. Oh, you there? There you go. You unfroze. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're saying about the custody battle? Yeah, I was I was saying if there's anything, one of the most difficult experiences I ever had uh, was going through that, going going through yeah. a, a breakup with the mother of my child and working out the deal, the terms of that. And I'm still, actually, I'm still in a pretty nasty custody battle right now. Yeah, it's been about yeah, me too. four that years. Sh- that shit sucks. Yeah, I feel that. And that's how I've been since the beginnings for eight years, bro. And it's like um, I have my daughter full time. Wow. Um, so, it, but my, my parents help a lot. So that's a blessing. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, it's it's been hard, you know, for for me to to give my daughter to her mom because she hasn't been the best. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a it's a progress, and there's still a lot of things going on. Yeah. But like you said, you know what I mean? It's 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 hard to go through for sure. Yeah, it makes well, us stronger as parents for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely, one hundred percent, and. That makes you like really cherish what you have. I, I'm actually surprised you're in a, a small minority of of men that have the majority of rights or custody. It's very difficult for men if they lose. Once you lose it, it's really hard to get back. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It sounds like it was and, uh, vice versa for you. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was crazy situations. But um, yeah, I'm glad that you know my daughter's healthy. She's happy. She's she's got her own place here that she can call home. And that's what, that's what I, I care about. You know what I mean? I want her to be safe. So. Yeah. Well, good on you, man. Any, any dude with that can, can, you know, make a kid, but it, it takes, it takes a real man to like raise and be a father, raise a child and be a father. That's for sure. And dads that's don't sure. get enough credit. I don't think. Yeah, man. And I've, I've been blessed to, to have that, have the father figures, have my parents stay together. You know what I mean? It's in, looking back, you know, you know, you don't really notice that as a, as a child, but when you grow up, you, you come to terms and you're blessed with it. So it's, it's definitely a big thing. Family is a big part of my life for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So what, when exactly was that now? When, when you started? Uh, cactus? Yeah. Like, it was like last July, 2020 in July, okay. August, right around there. Yeah. And do you think that so it's been, hasn't even been a year, man. I got crazy. I went hard. Yeah, I'll say, very impressive. <laughs> yeah, dude. You've got a lot of uh, really talented growers up there, a lot of San yeah. Pedro growers up there For in that sure. area, huh? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm blessed to be able to uh, to hang out with Trevor and Cactus Jones. Yeah. Um, and and just learn from him and, and see what he's got. You go to his house, it's just insane. He's got the whole side and backyard just lined up with cactus. It's it's amazing. He's a great guy, though. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot of people out here that are, uh, that are really good. Uh, it's just, you know, it's crazy, you know, just being born out here and, and not knowing what's around me. And then it just finally coming to me and then seeing it all, you know, right. it's like, it's like opening a new book that's just been around you the whole time. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Open your, it opens your eyes to like, you, you didn't notice that you're probably surrounded by it. Like everywhere you go, that's what I, I found the same thing. I drive down the street For and sure. I, I now all of a sudden I'm like, that's been there this whole fucking time. And I, <laughs> I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, man. And it's like, I'm like constantly driving down the road. I'm not even looking at the cars. I'm just looking at trees and plants and all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know how safe that is, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's definitely, it definitely opened my eyes. And you know, what's, what's helped with that is, is mushrooms. Like doing that has helped me see nature better. Mm. Um, I came to like a realization that we're like, we're like in nature. We're one, we've become into it and it's surrounding us. And I hadn't seen that. And, uh, you know, and now I'm seeing all the buildings within the trees rather than the trees that are around the buildings. You know what I mean? It's like, we're yes. in it, not us in that. So we're the intruders. Uh, exactly. Exactly, man. So it's, it's, there's, there's different ways to think about things. And that's what I love about life is that you you're always learning. You're always experiencing things. You know what I mean? It's a blessing to be here for sure. That's beautiful. It's funny because I was just running, dude. I went and put in a quick three and a half miles because my anxiety has just been through the roof. 
And yeah. uh, like with the, with the study that I'm in, there it's been really triggering and like opening up a lot of old wounds and stuff. And um, you know, I'm just like in the early stages, so it's it's been hard. And yeah, I was like, I forced myself, even though I didn't want to. I was like, I gotta run, I gotta go. And I'm I'm trying to like get a hundred miles this month of walking and running steps. I think I have like 42 so far. That's crazy. But it's like uh, three miles a day, right? Three and a half a day. Yeah, something like that. So that's what I did. I did three and a half today. But I go on walks a lot with the baby and stuff. And, uh, yeah, there's this, like, little reservoir down by my house, and, and it's gorgeous. It's a hidden gem, man. It's a uh, salt marsh. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're on the riverbed, so there's, like, the L.A. rivers right there. And I just saw, and I was appreciating, thought about taking a video, but I was, like, kind of sprinting these little, uh, like, toolies coming out from the asphalt, you know, along yeah. the riverbed. And it's, like, nature always wins, man, even though Find there's the just way, concrete man. jungle there's these yeah. beautiful little fuzzy things hanging out of the fucking concrete. So cool. Right? It's like, no matter what, once we're all gone, that's, this is still going to be here. Yes. It's like, yeah, you know I mean, I, it's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't think we're ever going to see any like type of apocalypse or that type of thing. It's just history. is just going to keep going, man. We just, you know, and then it's just going to take over the nature. Of it, so. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't want that to happen, but I tend to, be, I'm tend to like, uh, I lean towards, those kinds of things are coming. Like I've always been very uh, like conspiratorial. So like in it's, 2012, I thought the world was going to end. Dude, right? I <laughs> really Mayan did. Calendar. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. <laughs> I really did. I was like preparing and shit. Maybe it did, and maybe this is the afterlife, and this is a dream that we're all experiencing together. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> you never know, dude. But like some right? people think of it as like it was like a an end of a time. But like now we're in a new beginning, you know, and exactly. I do feel that way, like collectively exactly. consciousness wise, uh, people are waking up because more For and sure. more people I'm running into are are fi falling in love with the sacred cactus or finding spirituality, doing psychedelics. Uh, it's a huge movement right now. You know, yeah. got the yeah, bills going right. to Senate. Luckily, yeah, for I us, know Cali that's crazy. Like there's going to be there's so much opportunity for that. If that passes, there's. There's so much that people could do to benefit society, to benefit anyone. It's it's amazing. You know what I mean? And hopefully it happens. Hopefully, you know, the government doesn't try to monetize that and get greedy. And like, I mean, they always do. So there's, yeah. but it, it is a blessing to be able to, to have that opportunity. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And it is, it is a, a problem right now. I just saw maps put out a story about, uh, yeah the elite trying to to hijack and and uh patent these new therapies which actually aren't really new they're actually old, much older than you would yeah. think like these mdma therapy protocols that they're using in the study i mean they're old they they invented them like back in the day and they used to use them until like they the got 40s outlawed yeah, so, yeah until they got outlawed in the 80s you know so sure I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen and i think with the type of advocacy that we have right now that it won't but uh, yeah, what I was reading too with California is it's like pretty much like it's in the back with the with the decriminalization and p of possession of psychedelic substances, which is amazing. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's amazing, dude. It's like you know, I'm sure you know our parents or something. They never would have thought this this would happen, or right. even like marijuana. It's just the world changes so fast. You know what I mean? It's just we either have to jump on that train or we got to jump off. So it's yeah, it's a crazy thing. I remember ditching my weed. When I saw cops yeah. when I was young, yeah. you know? Yeah. Are you, we said throwing it, throwing it yeah, out. Ditching it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Not wanting to get busted. Dude, I remember a time 
getting busted with it. And um, cops pulled me over here in Camarillo. Like, where are you from? You see, I'm from up the street. They, they put me in handcuffs. And then he's like, tell me where it's at. And he searches my car. Yeah, I tell him where it's at because he couldn't find it. And then he just takes it and takes off. Doesn't even do anything. That's Cali for you. It. Right? I'm sure he's had a good night after that. Right. Yeah. That's Cali for you. I was going to say that, that there's so much healing potential, and I've talked about it a lot, but I, I, I like discussing it um, with different people's perspectives and, um, you know, somebody that also has been exploring that themselves. You know, there, there's a lot of healing potential there. You know, 68% of the people that participated in this MDMA study no longer have PTSD. This is a, a lifelong illness that has crippled people's lives, ruined people's yeah. lives, caused suicide. And now there's a, a potential cure on the horizon. And who would have thought, you know, this ecstasy, party drug, you know what I mean? And yeah. same thing with psilocybin. There's a lot of promising stuff with the psilocybin. And it sounds like it really helped you a lot. What 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 were you looking for at the time? What, was it like acceptance of your um, situation? Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of it was kind of just from being so pent up and and having so many situations that have arose it was kind of like a release or or a way to find who I truly was you know what I mean because I felt like I lost that yes. like I had been on this path of of so much struggle and and work and corona and all this and it needed to to get away from that you know what I mean so it's like it it, it was like a fresh start like a reset yeah and it and it opened my eyes to um to wanting to better myself and better other people and that's what I like that that experience I went through is what I want others to feel so yeah yeah it's a great thing man and then and then this platform is a good opportunity for for us to bring awareness to that you know and that's why I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for it i think more like i get messages more and more people are like hey i want to i've been thinking about trying microdosing but i'm scared what do you think you know and, and that's all we can do is just try to spread the word you know yeah yeah i mean it's it's got such a bad stigma you know what i mean people yeah. hear shrooms or they hear you know psychedelics and they just think that you're gonna you know go crazy or you're gonna jump out a window or some shit you know what i mean yeah but it everything's a tool you know what i mean you don't use a hammer for every application it's it's a tool that you use for certain things and and uh it can't be abused and it can so it's 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 just how people use it you yeah. know what i mean yeah you're absolutely right about it being a tool because it, it's not a cure-all by any means like this this MDMA thing, it has a protocol and it, it, they have a set way of how they do it, you know, and it's over yeah. the course of three months and a lot of shamans uh, with their substance, whatever they use, the same thing. They have protocols that have been perfected for, you know, thousands of years. And it, yes, mm -hmm. you can do it on your own, but like maybe if you're not somebody that's familiar with it, it's something that you want to do in a controlled setting, you know? Yeah. With and somebody that's, with a little that's bit totally experience. fine. You know what I mean? That's, that's probably the most safe thing. Cause you, you, you're at ease. You don't feel like if something goes wrong, you're by yourself. Yeah. So it's like you said, it's controlled, which is amazing. It's like, I want to do a, an ayahuasca retreat, dude, go down to the rainforest and do something like that. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the only way I would do it is, is in yeah. something like that. I hear that there's, there's places locally, like even in uh, Arrowhead, there's a there's oh, yeah? a place, yeah, you can do it. And then they have this other thing. I don't know. Are you familiar with the frog thing? It's like, uh, not the yeah. DMT. It's uh, the uh, Cambufo. It makes you throw up. It's a per. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, they burn you they and then they put the poison it. and they put the poison in the burn. 
Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a healing type of thing too, but I, I've seen it. I just haven't done it. You combo, know I mean? right? Yeah. It's, it's a combo or and then they call yeah. it Cambufo or some, something like that. But yeah, Cambo. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah I, I, I found a place somebody referred me to a place in Arrowhead that does it. And it, she said it was just like absolutely amazing. Really cleanses you. It, it makes you purge. Like you throw yeah. up, but it like really is cleansing and makes you feel it's like, like a different person like, after for sure it's like uh, like you said like right after it's like a you know a purge reset so yeah i've seen i've known people have done it and they said it's like you said it's life-changing yeah so. yeah and i don't yeah, think man, it's I'm really like life-changing no it's not like it's like what you said it's just more of like a purge or like a cleansing of the toxins mm. Mm. yeah i'm not too sure though yeah it leaves marks on your arms too forever yeah i've so. seen people that have like you know tattoos and then they'll like do the burns in like as a design on their tattoo mm. so it's like uh you know adds to it it's not just like a cigarette burn or some shit you know what i mean mm. <laughs> but uh yeah man i love like those those type of life-changing experiences i think that's what we're here for is to find that and stay on that path of of keeping your mind right you know what yes. I mean? you know yes. of finding a higher purpose and staying there yes not letting letting the earthly things dull you down you yes. know what I mean? it is, is all temptation around us it's about focus focus your mind for sure i love that yeah i don't like to identify as like a psychonaut because i i really don't think that i am i'm really just more so on a quest i think that's a stigmatized term as well and you know people get made fun of for yeah. saying psychonaut but like it's to me it's not just about well, it's not about at all anymore. When I was younger, it was about having a psychedelic experience, sure. But now it's more of like a quest for healing, you know, a quest yeah. for spirituality. Uh, and it's not like this. I don't know. I want to trip but out, yeah, like man. We were, yeah, like when we're young and dumb, it's like heroic dose. Let's go, guys. Let's get yeah. high. Like, you know, what I mean? now it's like about, like you said, it's about finding yourself and, and healing. So yeah. as you get older, you learn. You learn what it's really about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So... Tell me about the sacred cacti back there. Ooh. So Trichosirius is Trichosirius, that's where your heart lies, right? You said you came for the trikes and you died for the trikes. That's where it started. That's where it started, man. And then uh that's where it's gonna end too. So I mean like here, I'll just take this over. So there that little double log right there, that's the first one. See that one right there? Oh nice. Has the two sticking out. But yeah, man, this is the Trichoceres collection. We got a lot of Trevor stuff in here. There's another guy, Cactus Chep. I go yeah. up to his house quite a bit. He's got some really good stuff too, man. Dude, his macrogonus. There's a lot, man. There's a lot. To you just got to come out and check it. I got this uh, this crazy plant from this cool guy. Let me show you. I don't know if you've seen that one before. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. This is from Gary right here. That's beautiful. Um, dude, this is, I've honestly, I didn't, I've never seen a variegation like this. Where'd you get this? Uh, from Dow, Dow. Uh, shout out to Dow. I don't think she's on social media, but she is on OfferUp. Yeah? She's a wholesaler, yeah. Where is she from? She's a wholesaler out of Garden Grove, I believe. Yeah, Garden Grove. Okay. Dude. Because I've seen like uh, variegated like uh, trichoceros like that, but they're from China. So I was like, damn, these look like Chinese patchinoy. You know what I mean? But they're like perfect. No, they're, those like, are imports. Great. Those are imports. Oh, they are imported then. Yeah, they're they're Thai imports. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
There you go. That's damn. They know what they're doing. Yeah, for I, sure. For sure. When they those get people's, go ahead. Sorry. Those people know how to grow. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Yeah, I can't imagine because when I when I see like her uh, deliveries that she gets, yeah. I'm like thinking, what about the person on the other side of this? Who yeah. <laughs> fucking is growing these things, dude? Like thousands of plants. That's insane. I don't even know how they right? do it. They don't it. even like. They don't even flaunt it. They're not. They're not the type to flaunt it. Those people. They're right. Just, they just do it. They just live it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. What uh? What about you? How's your garden going? It's going. You know. I'm. I'm. It's in slowly right now. It's on a. It's on a crawl. It's. It's on a snail pace because, I went really hard for too long. <laughs> And, uh, I just, I had to, I had to pump the brakes, man. And, uh, I'm just going to try to like kind of make do with what I can and here and there, like maybe, you know, once a month, the last few months I've been buying a plant here, a plant there, but Mm -hmm. I have a lot of plants come and go, you know? Yeah. I was going to say you're like selling a lot. Constantly. I have so many plants and I always think about it. I'm like, I wonder what it would be like if I had, if I kept all the plants (laughs) that I fucking get. You look like this. This is what you'd look like. Right. This is insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Funny, man. Yeah, the majority That's of them awesome. go, dude. So, like, uh, it's so you're cool. You're sharing the love. You're sharing the love, man. Yeah, it's cool, man. I enjoy it. I really do. And, you know, there's things that I want that I sell that I never keep, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all the time. I'll, yeah. I'll be like, man, I, I want to keep this, but fuck it. You know, I'm trying to support my family now. I left my job. Yeah, and true. Doing this full time now. It's like, yeah, I, I, I get people hitting me up like, hey, are you selling this or something? I'm like, I'm like, everything's kind of personal. Like, you know what I mean? I don't really, everything I have is just for me to enjoy for, I want to pass it down to my family. You know, like I want it to be my daughter to show her grandkids, hey, this was your, your great grandpa's fucking cactus from a hundred years ago. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's stuff I do because I enjoy it, not for the monetary reasons. Uh, so I love that. Yeah. But the, and on the flip side, you can still, if you ever were to get into a bind, these yeah. there it's an yeah. investment that you know you can cut, take a cut if you need. If you need, that's true. You know what I mean. And I do that from time to time. You know what yeah. I mean. Um, and sometimes I'll just sit here and like just start calculating plants and, and prices, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like it's just I'm like insane thinking about that. But yeah. man, it's 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 grown to be you know this great hobby, and I, I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. Beautiful. For sure, man. Yeah. Um, you're still, you're going to ground some more plants. Yeah. I, I've got some big boys that are too big to ground by myself. So yeah. I have the homie coming it? over next week. I got a giant blue torch, a giant fence post, oh. a giant, uh, something or other. I got, and I got some trikes. I just got some more, uh, big old Peruvianis that, but I, I don't want to ground them. I don't like to root in the ground. I just feel yeah. like it's too risky for the way I care for my plants. I, want to root them pots first and then first, yeah. put them in the ground. That's what I usually do. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I, it's just going to be a hassle if you want to check it. You got to take it out. You know, do all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I usually just just root them. And I have, like, a row of pots right here with trikes just getting rooted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. Yeah, with the type of personality I have, dude, honestly, if I didn't sell, I, I, I it would probably, I'd probably bankrupt my family. <laughs> I'm not even fucking playing, bro. It's you just live in a cactus. Yes, might as well. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, hey, I'm sure that that's all of us to a certain extent. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's great, dude. Yeah. So, you've been doing some grafting. 
I saw you were t doing yeah. some grafting with Trevor. Yeah, we did some uh, some of the loaves, and then I I tried one by myself. So, kind of did a little wonky, but dude, I suck at grafting. Like, like this right here. See, that's all fucked up and sideways, kind of. But I mean, it it's it took. So it's, we'll see what happens. It's all the rounders, really, right? Uh, looking at me all sideways and shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. Hey, I I had never really I, I grafted a Bridgesia, and that was about it. And that was I was a slab graft I took. But everything else I've done, I've done like three loaves and nothing took. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna hit up Trevor and I have him show me the right way. You know what yeah. I mean? And all of his took, and I'm like, damn, okay. Now I'm just gonna do it like he does. He's got all the certain ways of cutting it, pantyhose on it, and all this shit. So yeah, it's great, man. The pantyhose is genius. I need to get some of those. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like. That's like rubber bands are cool, but the pantyhose just gets more of it and you can pull it tighter. And it can breathe. And it's too. A, as yeah, opposed to yeah, exactly. Wrap. That's true. It can breathe. Um, but like he was telling me, he's like, you want it to be pretty tight down to the rootstock and not have it be too loose. So he was like pulling it down pretty hard. So, but yeah, man, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. See yeah. how fast they go. Yeah, I suck. It's like that one I, I gave him was like tiny last what was it like november october and now it's fucking got like six heads on it it's crazy yeah nice yeah i've been waiting to see uh because I, I have some that are i'm just i'm just really impatient to see the dramatic difference you know none of the stuff that i have that i have grafted has been grafted for more than a few months so i'm like sitting here like oh i don't see it it's not growing yeah. it's not growing faster you know but i'm just like super impatient and i suck at it dude they're always fucking the like way. sideways and fucking barely hanging on <laughs> it'll be like a little piece that's hanging on it's all it's a it's a learning fucking process for sure man it's not easy it's not easy for sure my mom's talking about she's like can you craft an avocado tree for me yes yeah people do that look into that never grafted avocado trees yeah, people do that. They but, graft uh, fruit trees. They uh, graft like two different. Yeah. You can graft two different kinds of fruit trees together. I don't know why they yeah. do it, but they do. I've seen a lot of yeah. uh, videos of it. They have like a tree that's just like twelve different fruits. Or what? Yeah, I guess you can graft. I've only seen two together. <laughs> I've only seen two. Yeah. Together. <laughs> I want that tree, bro. You fucking don't have to go anywhere. No grocery store. You got your own fucking fruits and vegetables right below. Hey, set. Right. <laughs> You ever seen those little mini bonsai uh, fruit trees? They're pretty cute. No, they're pretty what? cute. You can get um, like plums. They're they're basically just dwarf uh, fruit yeah. trees. So you can get like plums, mandarin oranges. They're, People cut them like bonsai. They're cute little bonsai trees. Oh, like, they already come like that. Yeah, yeah. like this Damn. big, and then they they bear fruit. Like normal size fruit. No, like mini <laughs> fruit. That's sick. It's weird. I've never even seen that. Yeah. I killed a few of them, bro. I killed. I had <laughs> one that was like, tw I don't know, 20 years old or something, and I fucking killed it. What was it, an orange? It was a plum. It was a mini plum tree. Yeah. That's the worst feeling ever, dude, killing a plant that that's, that's that old. Right. Hey, yeah, knock on wood, bro. I, just, I have yet to, to do anything like that. I'm scared. No deaths, in, no deaths in the family yet. Just the my graphs that I fucked up, but yeah, nothing, nothing really. Um, I mean, I got sent a 
Sinoceros that was like already rotted and I planted it and it was like, it just rotted out. But that was, that's really it, man. I'm pretty, um, I'm worried about rot more than anything. Mm. So it's like, I don't water a lot, a lot. I like to keep it drier than anything. Cause once it rots, it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, salt water, maybe like once a week, depending on how hot it gets here. Yeah. Test this, touch the soil, see how dry it is. So yeah, man. Usually my ground ones, I don't have to water that much because the best this soil is, stays pretty wet. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And when they're more well established like that too, they they can handle it. You know, that's what I've noticed. They can take it a lot hardier. Yeah, they could probably go yeah. like months without water if necessary. Yeah, man. But when it rains, like I don't know, I get kind of worried. I put up like tarps and shit and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do that this next year. I'll probably just pull some plants inside and then just leave everything else out. You know what I mean? Cause rain's rain. It's not going to rain for like six days straight or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. How's that chingadera that you made there? What, what's going on there? Which one? That thing, the cover. What's the, what? Oh, my cover. Yeah. It's my little, uh, home Depot homemade cover. Uh, I, I just got some, um, it's like the poly poly plastic, mm-hmm. the greenhouse plastic and, uh, we just got some wood and kind of like made a little frame out of it um, just to, to cover from sun. And then when it rains, I'm able to put a tarp from some hooks I put on the fence over. Smart. So it kind of has some structure. You know yeah, what I mean? I've seen you do that. Yeah, man. And then it collects water too. So then I'll get that rainwater and use it. Nice. So it works out. It's like a trifecta of greatness. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude. You ever put like a shade over it? Is it necessary at all? I have a shade cloth. Yeah. It's uh, it's like the right up there. So, but that's, not, I don't really put shades over the. Oh, I that. see the shade cloth now. Yeah, man. It's like a 30 or 40% shade cloth, but I just keep it up all year. Yeah. Is it getting the morning or the afternoon sun? Um, It gets morning sun, but I mean, it's right around maybe four is when it goes down over the wall. But, uh, you know, all day it'll get sun through here. Um. But in the winter, maybe around October, there's like barely any. So it's like for three months, four months, there's barely any sun. Mm. So I get sketched out. That was my first my first time growing last time, you know what I mean? And I was like super nervous about it, but everything seemed to do fine. Yeah, you know what? Camarillo gets a little more rainy than we get down here in LA yeah. and Orange County. It's a little yeah, bit, it's just a little bit more, little more weather than we do. Yeah, we got that like coastal uh, fog and climate. So, looks like you're doing an amazing job. Everything looks beautiful, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. I'm trying, man. I just, I just try to, to instill it in my daughter, and I'm teaching her watering and nice. You know, teach her the names of the plants because I want her to, to keep it on. You know what I mean? I want her to do it and have it. But um, yeah, man, it's it's definitely a definitely a blessing to to be here for sure. Yeah, I don't think there's a better bond than that right there. Yeah, man, yeah, that's true. Very true. It's hard it's to like keep their attention growing, on it. Yeah, I was I was growing up. Um, I I never could imagine myself with a daughter. You know what I mean? I was I was that guy, and then now I have one, and it's like I it changed me for the better. You yeah, know what dude. I mean, I can never see myself any different. Yeah. So she, uh, she's my guardian angel for sure. 
I believe that to be true, dude. I don't think I would still be here. The type of addict that I was, man, you know, I mean, I was, I overdosed a lot. I was in the hospital all the time. I was in and out of psych wards and institutions and stuff. And I I really don't think that I would have ever found the reason to keep living if, if I didn't have my one, one, my oldest son. And then now my other son has kind of solidified it. I also raised a a third, she's 13 now. I raised her from when she was in diapers She's a stepchild. Um, she's not really in my life anymore, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I, I I feel like my being a dad was has changed my life forever, man. It's like I I absolutely love being a dad. I'm a dorky ass dad, dude. I'm full time, and <laughs> oh, you'll yeah. probably see on my stories. I'm always with my kids. They're doing yeah, everything, yeah. whatever I can, whatever I got to do. I got to do it with the kids, cause yeah, you know I don't have any other choice. Uh, my sister just had yes. a baby. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So my my mom's like real busy with the new baby. You know, mine's older. So yeah, we have the baby pretty much full time now. But we we do get help from time to time. Uh oh, you're frozen again. We're good now. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, good. yeah. There we go. Cool. Yeah, yeah man. man. Hey, that's that's good though. I mean, you know, we come out of dark places, and it's we find that light in the the least expected place, and it's great that you know you seem like such a great guy and you know i'm sure your kids are that that for you you know what i mean they're that spot which is it's amazing to see bro thank you sure thank you i very much appreciate that man yeah yeah being a dad's cool man yeah man uh it's funny because like ever since i was a kid when i was young i always wanted to be a, a young dad i don't know what it was well, I'm not really, I do, I figured out what it was, but I can't really say it here because I don't want to shame my family. But uh, yeah, man, I think it, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a young dad and I, I ended up kind of being a young dad. I started raising a kid when I was like 18 and then had another one around 27 and, but yeah, it's weird, but gives you purpose for sure. No, there we go. Damn, this thing's freezing like crazy. Bombers. It's okay. I'll clean it up. I'll cut it up and clean it up. Uh, I was going to ask you about um, your, your, what what are you doing? You said you water once a week, uh, but how, how are you into any of that technical stuff? You doing anything crazy? You said you collect um, rainwater sometimes. I, not too much, man. I just use like a seaweed. Um, oh yeah. Tell me about that. So I use like a seaweed concentrate. Um, and I'll just do that maybe like twice a month. Um, just like one of the ones you get from like Green Thumb or, you know, one of those. I think I have a record. It's just like this. This one. Nice. But um, the liquefied natural kelp. And I'll just mix that in with the water. Um, sometimes put some ammonia nitrate. And that's about it, dude. That's, you know, not much. Um, and everything seems to be loving it. So yeah. I just, I try not to mess with it too much. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but um, I know I, I, I was thinking about getting a whole like, you know, water tank and doing the whole filtered water and then put treating it and doing all that. But um, maybe in the future, got other things to fry right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think not only if, if not for the plants benefit more so like for the conservation reasons, it would be the, I would be the reason why yeah. I'd be motivated to do something like that. It's just like conserve yeah. water a little bit. But, that's true but For yeah sure, i don't know that the trikes are pretty pretty hardy what do you know what's in yeah. the seaweed what like what kind of benefits or what nutrients is it receiving from the seaweed 
I'm not I'm not too sure honestly. They like it though. Yeah. Yeah, they always do. And that's what um like I went over to Trevor's house and he's got just crazy amount of seaweed hanging. And he's you know, making his own like um seaweed juice, bro. So he's he just swears by it and he he puts it in there and his shit thrives. So I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna do with this guy. He's got something good going, so I'm gonna continue it. You know yeah. what I mean? But um I know that's it's good for it's beneficial for like for like all types of plants. Yeah. Like for marijuana. Yeah, for we used to use it for cannabis. Yeah. It's crazy how how much seaweed can benefit. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you it's use? pretty good for, for people too, actually. There's like different forms of kelp and algaes and things like that that are Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Do you uh, use kelp at all? I don't. I haven't. I, I used to use a lot of nutrients on like hydroponics, but I use a like an, I use an all purpose. I don't know the name of it. It's a it's a cannabis fertilizer that I started using in the last month before I was just like, whatever. And, and not only that, I, I took um, some guidance from Will, Will and Vic about using like Fox Farm. So yeah. I'll, uh, my potting soil normally is a small percentage of Fox farm, at least a little bit. Cause so it gets the nutrients mm-hmm. from that. But yeah, I, I've been doing an all purpose fertilizer, like really watered down, really diluted like once a month. I'm not like on any For crazy sure. schedule. I water yeah. when I feel like it, it's not even once a week. If that, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just like kind of when I feel it. For sure. It's like, I started with a, I made a whole like list of my plants on a fucking Excel spreadsheet and like did a whole watering schedule and all this shit took like days to make. And I'm like, I don't even use that shit anymore. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like (laughs) you were doing it for a little bit. Yeah, I had it. I had it up. I had a whole Excel spreadsheet out of my little clipboard out here in the morning and shit. Like it's my job. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way I could keep up with that. It it got to be too much. It was maybe like a couple weeks and I was like, this is insane. Cause I got, you know, I was getting new plants and I was having to add to it and, the, the schedule is getting messed up and i was like fuck this you know what I mean? yeah dude so, and it's funny it's it's a it's a learning experience man it's i love it love it i'm learning every day yeah great yeah brings you outside too yeah man i'm not I'm not in the cave you know what i mean i'm not hibernating playing video games <laughs> yeah you know what man i think that's an understated thing is like how important it is to give vitamin d just a little bit you know like yeah 20 minutes of sun a day is really good for you. I notice a difference in my mood, just moving around, being outside. Hell yeah. yeah. It's like some mornings I'll I'll come out here and garden and the sun's coming up over the the fence behind me. And I'll just like stand out here, just my feet on the ground, the hands open, just eyes closed and looking at the, you know, staring at the sun. I can see the light coming through my eyelids. It's just amazing feeling. You know what I mean? Just to be out here in the morning. It's great. Hell yeah. Get, get rooted, get grounded in yes. the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I bow to my plants, dude. I swear. Hell yeah. I, I bow to my plants all the time. There you bro. go. And if, like, I'm, <laughs> if I'm feeling like like something is really important is coming up, I'll go out there and like kind of talk to them for a second. You That's know? what's up. Kind of bond yeah. with them. I'm, then you got to do that. It's like I have a you know a native Mayan flute. I'll come out here and play that shit to them. You know what I mean? You know, I just, awesome. I'll kind of jam out with the plants. You know, see them swaying. Yeah, man. They say plants respond to music, actually. I think I've seen something. I might be making this up, but I'm pretty sure I saw something that showed that plants can respond to, to music and like sound. Like noise. And, yeah. 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 I've seen that. I've seen like a, I don't know if it was like a study or someone, someone did it, like constantly talking shit to a plant and then talking nice to another one. Wow. You know what I mean? 
and like the, the the shitty talking plan like ended up like not doing so well it was like something like that i, yeah. I saw it like vaguely a long time ago but it, like, it goes to show you like you said there's there's so much unseen stuff and the plants and vibrations and sounds and who knows man yeah there's a lot of things i feel like we don't understand and that science will never understand you know for sure there's spiritual sure. elements of how we're connected the interconnectedness between humans and plants and everything all everything that's alive yeah you know? it's all you know energy everything's yes you know energy and i've i've experienced uh situations where i'm like like life is all about love you know what i mean mm. like that's what it boils down to is love yes and it's the most crazy like experience i've had and and uh it was it was like eye-opening like just love and that's it and then everything is gonna work out you know what i mean so it's 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 great man yeah and and in other words like connection right yeah you're connecting in a positive manner you definitely connect in a negative manner but you're connecting a positive manner with everything in your life right yeah man yeah yeah man it's all about positivity Although we do have, you know, negative thoughts, there's no one's perfect. You see, you know, things from the outside looking in and you see people's Instagram, they live this perfect life and, but no one's perfect. You know what I mean? We all have our struggles. We all, we all, you know, have our demons we battle with. Um, But it's about, you know, asking people, you know, are you okay? You know, how are you doing? It's about caring about people and not just saying, Hey, you look cool, man. Like, you know, it's what's up. It's, it's getting more on that personal level. You know what I mean? Which is, what friends are it's what family is so it's it's what life is for sure yeah i wish it wouldn't have taken me you know i'm 31 now it probably took me 29 30 years to actually kind of realize that you know and uh it's very true and what i experienced in the plant community like even today i was messaging with vic and it was like and uh simply funky it was like hey hope you're having a great day brother always it's always like hope you're having a wonderful day or how are you you know yeah man just checking in with people and you know like uh say just just when you think about someone reach out to them you know what i mean that's what that is and and that that could mean the world to someone that could save someone from something you know what i mean and it's great to like i get messages like that from people too and it's 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 a great joy to see you know people you don't even really know reaching out to you and just asking how you're doing Mm -hmm. i mean because you you grow plants so it's it's a lovely thing man it really is yeah yeah um that was, what was I going to say? But that's actually something I've, I've been, honestly, bro, I've been kind of struggling. Like I'm struggling right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just been a lot, like a lot going on in my mind and uh, really on edge and just, but I've been pushing through it, man. And, and if, if anything, this podcast has like, I mean, I'm sitting here like twiddling this thing around my finger. And um, if anything, this podcast has like forced me to, to be like more grounded and to, to persevere really is giving me this like perseverance because no matter what I keep going and I do this, you know, and I've been doing it a little more often as difficult as it may be, you know, a, a lot of these wounds aren't visible, you know, not yeah. everybody can see uh, what somebody's going through and, sure. um, you know, somebody could internally really be struggling and externally present, especially on social media to everything's great you know like i don't have this i don't know what people think but i don't have this um this extravagant perfect life at all it's very very difficult my life is very challenging right now and and i have a lot of struggles but uh this community just gives me that a little bit more of a push just keep going you know keep going and uh sometimes it sucks to have to need external 
validation, but you know, and I get it. It's it's yeah. it's rewarding because in my head I'm like I'm not I'm not doing a great job. I'm not, you know, like I'm not doing what I wanted to do. My mission isn't being fulfilled. But then mm. I hear from other people and it's like my, my your your brain will lie to you, you know, your mind sure. will lie we're to you our, and tell you that things aren't great yeah, when they are. Yeah, we're our worst enemy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we, we we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're like, damn, this is an ugly piece of shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. everyone sees us like, yeah, look at this guy, he's ripped, he's buff. Like it's it's right. it's our own perception of reality. And that has been skewed by technology you know what i mean mm. technology has done that to us for sure um but like you said man it's it's about finding yourself finding and doing what you want do what you want don't do it for other people yeah if this is what makes you happy and it's making you a better person that's where you're supposed to be you know what i mean and, sure. and if it helps people along the way that's that's a blessing right you know I mean? yeah that's just for an sure. added benefit yeah yeah it's like you can't I, i've learned to to not let people bring me down and I've, I've had a hard time with that through my life and words were super strong and letting those affect me um but it, i mean i still let that affect me it's just trying to remember that and to not let it affect you yeah it's the hardest thing for sure man words are powerful 100 yeah. percent. you know i don't know if, if you ever read the read this book called the four agreements and it talks about book. the power of the word yes Dude, yes i love that book it's, they don't call it spelling for a reason yeah. you know, it's a spell you know it is. I mean? yes it's a spell your for words sure, have man. have like they you they create uh energy and when you when you when you throw some negative words at somebody you don't see it but you could damage them for the rest of your life. Like I have these people in the back of my mind, all, all the people that doubted me, all the people that told me I was going to be a junkie for the rest of my life. You know, you're not going to be able to have a pod. You're, that's a crazy dream. A plant business. You're like, yeah. get a job. You know what I mean? All, all those yeah. little voices in the back of my head. Uh, you're never going to amount to anything. The biggest accomplishment you ever had was going to jail. Uh, that shit fuels me, bro. It fuels me, but it hurt. It also damaged me. Like, yeah, you know, there's times where those words hurt. And then there's other times that I use that hurt and I channel it into this, you know, and I channel it into my garden and, and everything I can. And yeah, the four agreements, man. Beautiful book. I love those books, man. It's Toltec a, Wisdom. Uh, who, who wrote that? Don Miguel Ruiz. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that book was great. It was, a, it's a super easy read, but Quick. it's like, it's very like you got to stop and reread stuff again yes. to understand it. You know what I mean? But it's, I love that book. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. And that's, um, that's actually, I started reading that before I got into cactus and that's what kind of like started opening me up to spiritual enlightenment and finding myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, man. But you can't, you can't let people bring you down. Like you said, it's gotta be fuel to your fire mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. That's kind of what keeps me even like people, you know, a lot of people thought that I wasn't going to be able to recover, you know, that that you're going to be a junkie for the rest of your life. And that fueled yeah. me, you know, not only did I want to prove it to myself and did I want to be present for my family and be a father, present yeah. father, you know, but like that I also wanted to like show everybody that, I, yeah, you're wrong. You know what I mean? For sure, man. And look at you now, bro. You're, you got your own podcast. You got your business. You got kids like you're running. That's what's up, bro. You got to like you got your life. And that's. That's the main thing. When you grasp hold of your life, you know, people will respect that. And that's that's what you did. You know what I mean? For sure. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Of course, man. So that's a real thing. And that's, it's a, you know, not many people struggle with that. And I, I didn't struggle with what you went through. Um, and that's, that's, you know, I respect that for sure, man.
appreciate that, man. Yeah, the four, the four agreements, you guys. The Toltec wisdom. I believe he's a. He was. Yeah. Uh, he was taught by some native culture in in mexico i believe mm-hmm. it's like old old teachings it's a good yeah, one it's, it's a toltec like you said yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, has anyone ever told you that you might be an empath mm, no yeah are you familiar with the, <laughs> are you familiar with the term i mean i mean like empathetic like that like well empathy is something that i think most people can experience unless you're a sociopath but no. um an empath is like a a form of like psychic ability in a sense yeah and what i get like what i get from you when i'm when I'm talking to you and, and the type of person that you are and, and everything that you just explained and how the four agreements benefited you and you have this strong um drive to want to help others and i feel like you accept me and you're you know you're in you're you're able to empathize yes which a lot of people can but uh essentially a, an empath is a, a form of a psychic ability in some people's beliefs i i got a book from amazon my my girlfriend got it for me um there's different kinds of empaths like ones that can feel other people's emotions like say you walk into a room and uh there's somebody like with some darkness and you can feel oh. it you know, they make you uncomfortable just being around them. For sure. You can, um, like, sense people's uh, emotions. Yeah. Yeah, without any cues. Just by them. I'm, I'm pretty good, actually, at that. Like, like now that you say that, like, I I can usually, like, pick up on, on nonverbal cues pretty easy. Yeah. In people. And, you know, when I was younger, I could always, like, I would, like, put myself in, like, the picture of, like, I'd say I'm driving by someone. You know, my parents are driving in the car, and I see someone on a bike. And then I'd be passing by. And I would put myself in their mind and then watch them see me drive away. And like, that's how I used to see things when I was younger and put myself in other people's minds. So it kind of reminds me of that. You know what I mean? That's a gift, man, that you have. And I, I really do feel it with you. And it might sound crazy to the listeners, but I don't care. It's, it's yeah. kind of woo woo and it's kind of out there. But since you're open to like spirituality and stuff, I definitely believe that you are. And I, I believe that there's a reason why we came together to do this right now. And, sure. uh, yeah, that, that that makes sense. I mean, what you just explained is is almost like like supernatural. Being able to put yourself into somebody else's uh, mind and and to see things from like, like from that perspective, and yeah. oftentimes uh, I'll get you this book. I'm going to order for you. It's real cheap. I can get it and I'll send it to you. I already have all your info. Uh, it they talk about how people that are empaths tend to gravitate towards fields of work like teaching, uh, veterinarians. Uh, caregivers which is what you are you're a caregiver uh psychologists whatever counselors and nurses a lot of them and um yeah man they experience other people's emotions as their own sometimes like or uh, something like you think of your friend that you haven't talked to in 10 years and you call them and something's wrong you know something like that like it's it's like a a feeling like a gut feeling or like yeah 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 uh, it's a gift and like when you learn how to to harness it and and control it i think that it can really assist you in your quest to heal people and help others so i really want to get you this book uh, i by no means have mastered it in any way but uh just reading it really opened me up a lot it'll give you like 20 descriptors and then it's like does this sound like you and i can almost guarantee you're going to say yes to all of them <laughs> It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking at that, man. That sounds dope. Awesome, man.
Thanks, brother. Of course. Thank you for doing this, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. You. Hey, this was a uh, this was great. It was great to be able to to talk to you and sit down finally and and chat, man. It was it was nice. Yeah, even if we weren't on a podcast right now, I I enjoyed this yeah. a lot. Yeah, man. We're gonna have to hang out soon. We'll have to go fishing, bro. I want to take you up to the lake. I would love to. Something. Yeah. Thank you for that offer. You messaged uh, that to me the other day. Yeah, dude. Even Ohio, we'll have to go up to like the Lake Casitas or you know do some. I'm down. Yeah, I'll make my way up. They got some stripers up there, don't they? Stripe, yeah, they got stripe bass. bass. Yeah, 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 man. And there's nothing like that bass and you're like, oh shit, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that I love feeling, that. dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. When's the last time you went fishing? Probably like six months ago. Uh, Same. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's hard when yeah. you have a lot of interests, you know, and you got kids. It's yeah. hard to like do them all, you know. I haven't surfed in a long ass time either, or skated, or a lot of things that I like to do, you know. Yeah, Can you should skate uh, so instead much. of running three and a half miles. You should skate seven. You set. <laughs> <laughs> but then I won't get the steps on my phone. If you're on like a a bike or a skateboard, oh, okay, it doesn't yeah, count yeah. them, bro. Pisses me Damn. off. Or if I put it in the stroller, if I put my phone in the stroller, oh, I don't yeah. get credit. That's it's kind of messed up. It's weird how it knows. It's fucking <laughs> yeah, weird. how does it know that? Right? The fuck? I don't know, dude. It's weird because it's not going like this. Yeah, right. Your <laughs> you can trip oh, you. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Apple. man. I was talking to Kimmy. Kimmy likes to fish too, dude. I fucking love fishing, yeah. dude. That's fun, man. It's, it's another patience, another patience yeah. hobby. Meditation another, too. Uh, nature yeah man I get burned out in the boat because i go out on the boat mostly so i'm like in one of those like tin tin rental boats mm. just like fucking cooking like a burrito out in this boat around the middle of the lake trying to catch a fish but there's nothing greater man i love it you know I mean? yeah dude just that, that stillness of just like yeah. sitting along the water you know and nothing else fucking uh, matters or just no nope. even having a beer or whatever it is you like to do smoking a joint you know yeah man it's the only thing that thing. matters is that the fish bites the fucking hook. That's all I know. Right. For <laughs> sure, dude. dude. You ever done anything? But even like then, that? like, you know, you, you go and you don't even catch anything. So it's yeah. like you just it's one of those days. You just have some fun, man. Yeah, I go Enjoy home. Enjoy life. Bitter, Enjoy the present. Yeah. I'll go home bitter though if I don't catch something. Yeah, oh, I know. Damn it. That's my buddy. My buddy gets super bitter. Um he's you know, he doesn't catch a fish. He's like, nah, man, I'm just I'm done. I don't want. I don't want to come back again. He gets all salty. Like, <laughs> come on, man. This is what it's about. Like, it makes you want to go back the next day, like sooner than you were yeah, probably planning. True. You know, that's true. You ever Dude, done any time... ninja fishing? Oh, go ahead, please. What's ninja fishing? No, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what ninja I, I, fishing is. Once I, I went up to Lake Pyramid, um, and I caught 12, 12 trout in like two hours. Yeah. What the fuck? It was crazy. Wow. Just cast. Sh- just one after the other like that it was insane they rainbows yeah I mean, yeah. yeah yeah that's the best feeling. probably dude. just like released them all into the lake you know what i mean right stocked them yeah. yeah they're so delicious that's actually something i learned uh in up in arrowhead my homie has a cabin up there and he knows how to tell the difference between well i guess most people probably can but i didn't know until you can tell the difference between the stocked ones and the native ones mm. um big bear lake too is where he goes and uh, the native ones are – the native rainbows are, like, they got this pink, almost, like, salmon-like meat, bro. They're so delicious. But then the stocked ones are, like, more like a, a pale. White? Yeah. Like, we are pale white. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess it's pretty hard to get the native ones now because, like, you know, they're big and then 
They're stocking yeah. them all the time. You catch all the stocked ones. Damn. I got to look out for that. Yeah, but ninja fishing is like uh, yeah. golf courses, nature centers, like uh, nature preserve, reserves, probably places that you probably shouldn't fish ethically. Yeah, yeah. But I catch it in release for the most part when I'm doing that kind of fishing. You know, like I love catching catfish. Out? Yeah, I get, I've gotten, I've had cops chase me, you know, all, all kinds of crazy shit. It's like part Drop of the, the thrill. Fish. It's part of the thrill, like, you know, because you're trespassing or whatever. But like hopping the fence with my pole and yeah. my homie and like, yeah, dude, I'll use like chicken liver and try to catch the catfish in the, in the golf course's oh pond. God. I fucking love catfish. that shit. Have you got, what's the biggest catfish you've got? Not too big. I mean, for, for that, that's the only place I've ever caught catfish. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a couple feet, something like that. Those things are nasty. They get huge. Yeah, I know, dude. They got slimy bottom dweller. Bottom feeder, yeah, they're nasty. They are nasty. And the golf <laughs> course uses reclaimed water. <laughs> it's nasty. Yeah, they're just they're, they're probably eating shit, literally. <laughs> right. Yeah. They'll keep it clean, though, I guess. They clean yeah, right? <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, Cactus Daddy 90, thank you very much. It was a pleasure, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here. Absolutely, Thanks, man. Dude. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast, I would appreciate that. Have a good day.